Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Good good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 6th of October, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. James, a week ago, we said it was like the first day of school for you. Well, now it's like the first day of school for me, only it's preseason, so it's kind of like it's kind of like orientation, right? You go and you get to see your friends for the first time. You get your picture taken. You do all this stuff. Now, technically, that is media day. But just for in all intents and purposes, I don't have that. So this was my first experience, you know, getting to see the new guys this year, not in the summer league. Um, it was admittedly hard not to turn it off, you know, at halftime. Uh, but I was like, you know what? It's the first game. We got to we got to ride it out. Got to see what Killian does in the second half. James, we made it. The preseason is here. You have hair. I do have hair. This is not a visual. Po- well, technically, it's a visual podcast. It can be. It can be a visual podcast, but I haven't uh, seen you with hair in a while. I haven't not worn a hat in, I think, six months or been bold or been bald. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the preseason's back, James. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Games are played. Um, this was the second time I got to see the guys play. They had the open scrimmage on Sunday at LCA. Yep. Um, and then they got the. They got their heads beat in against the Knicks on TNT Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start with this? Do you want to start with the, hey, it was Tibbs and that defense? You know, how mad can you really be? Do you want to start mm. with the the turnovers? Do you, do you want to start with Ivy? Where do you want to go with this one? Let's start with Ivy. He's the new guy, right? I, I, no, let's start here. Were you at all? You know how people overreact. I'm yeah. sure you were lurking Twitter. Did you have any? Did you take? Did you have any overreactions? So one of the goofs I was going to make was, thank God we waited, you know, 12 hours to record this, because if we recorded this after (laughs) the game, I would have had some scorchers. I would have had some insane takes. Uh, Luckily, since then, I've had the presence of mind to sort of, you know, what were your your takes? Oh, and 82. I was like, this team's literally garbage. I was like, they can't do a Swiss cheese. I sent you a text. I was like, is Aaron Glenn calling defensive sets for this team? <laughs> oh, yeah, no shade did. to Aaron Glenn, but oh my no, goodness. It's shade to Aaron Glenn. And here's the, yeah, here's the thing with Aaron. Glenn. This is a, wait, hold on. Yeah. The Pistons are back. Let's talk about the Pistons. Um, All right. Um, there was little to like. Um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I just feel like we're. It's the preseason one, so it's like. Yes, everybody got their look at Pistons basketball. I don't. There's nothing I took away. I took away very. Don't the main thing I took away, and the shooting numbers dipped as the game went on. Uh, I think they're going to shoot the three ball okay. That's my okay. That's my big. I I think they'll be fine. They won't be 28th in the league again. I think Bogdanovich livers. I still think Cade's going to shoot well. I don't think Sadiq's going to be shoot. I don't think he's in a struggle. Um, you got one for three from Isaiah. 
Mm-hmm. Alec Burks is going to be back on this team at some point. Uh, I think they're going to shoot the ball well, and uh, that's my biggest takeaway. I know people are – I wrote the piece on Ivy. I broke down the film, but, like, there's a chance he just goes out and plays bad on Friday. Like, it's just – there's no – I've I watched Stanley Johnson score 30. Like, I'm just not going to – you can't get too much – get uh, take too much out of all this stuff. Yeah, uh, looking at everything, I would say Bogdanovich is the one guy that I was like, man, what a great trade. Like, just watching him out there. He had a, a few possessions uh, throughout the game where you're down by so much that the second that he touches the ball past half court, he just puts the shot up because he has five inches of space. And, like, sometimes it goes in and sometimes it doesn't. Is it kind of annoying to just smoke a possession like that? Yeah, a little bit. But, again, when you're down 25 and, you know, it's the first quarter. It's remarkable that that game after one quarter was, I think, a one-point game, right? And we yeah. were kind of like, like, Ooh, what's going on here? And then, no, just completely off a cliff. Shout out to Tracy Morgan for being at that game, by the way. I did. Um, yeah, he was there. Um, I think the big thing here is with the way that the Pistons switch defensively, they're going to give up. They're just not going to be a very good defensive team. There's not. I don't think they'll be as bad as they were against the Knicks, but I don't think they're going to be very good defensively. With that said, the part part of the switch scheme is they do force teams into a lot of twos. So they're going to have to hit threes to, to stay along and to, to make it worthwhile, which yeah. I think in some cases could benefit them. And I, because I do think they'll shoot the ball better. Um, but certainly that defense and for as good as Bojan was on offense, um, he was not the same on defense. Um, yeah, it was, it's kind of hard to break down that game. It was, it Look, was I a think gross it was, game. They did a lot of uh, Miles McBride hype, right? Because he ended with, I think, like five or six steals. My thing, and this is what I said to you, was it was just complete bull turnovers. Like they were just, they were just completely smoke a read. Like Isaiah Livers just threw one across court to, to, to Corey Joseph. That was going nowhere. Miles McBride had to take one step to pick the ball off. Um, and that's what ended up happening where the Knicks were able to get so many easy points because they were able to start running because the Pistons like I kind of want to talk about Ivy because. Yeah, let's do it. You know, he had 16 zero turnovers, right? Zero turnovers. I think probably the only guy who didn't just have a, a totally just boneheaded turnover. What's weird, though, is the 16 I didn't even realize he had like it was just a very quiet 16. Um and I like the quote at the end of the game. He's like, look, I didn't do anything to impact winning. So ultimately, no, like, I'm not happy with this. You know, is that a kind of a cliche answer to get from a rookie? Like, yeah, but it is also nice to know that, you know, he's operating that way. Um, we had some, you know, some kind of fun stuff between him and Cade throughout the game. Um, you know, he didn't do anything, you know, super like it, the, the difference between, I think, this game and, the, and his first game in the summer league was, uh, first game in the summer league, even he was kind of like, I need to slow down a little bit. Like the gears uh-huh. are moving too fast. I'm kind of spinning out of control and you're worried about him, like turning an ankle or something. Um, in this game, I think he looked really composed. I think he, he, he chose his spots really well. A lot of it was kind of, you know, off the cut, a lot of inside stuff. Um, he did have that one nice pull up three, uh, right between the eyes. That was great. Um, but for the most part, I, maybe it was just me. I thought it was a very quiet game from him. I thought he did the things that we wanted to see him do. Like, of course, we know he can put pressure and transition. Uh, he had the nice catch and go on the wing in the half court where he just showed off his ex- athleticism, just blew past Barrett. Those are his bread and butter. Yeah. I was I was pleased to see the decision making like for a rookie whose first game is an MSG um, 
against that team who's pretty good defensively to not have any turnovers is is very good. He had one pass that I remember off the top of my head that should have been a turnover, but uh, the Knicks didn't end up catching it. But, um, yeah, like he just made the right reads. He made the right kickouts. He didn't mm-hmm. force things when he got into the lane. Uh, very composed, I thought, uh, which you don't really see from rookie ball handlers, let alone somebody who plays this kind of frantic – not frantic, that's not the right word. It sounds out of control, but who plays with the with the pace that he does. Pace is a great word, yeah. Yeah, I think that was just the. I I think that was the biggest takeaway. Is like, oh, like maybe it will not take as long for the game to slow down for him, despite him kind of being roadrunner out there. Um, I thought that was. I thought that was very impressive. I mean, if if I had to walk, if we if we lead with love, the the highlights to me were Ivy specifically his his decision making. Yep, agreed. Once Livers got those turnovers out of him. Super agree. He showed that he's a rotation player. Like that's I don't think there's any question there. Shot the ball well. Killian led the team in shots, I believe. He was getting him up. He was getting he him had up. 13, five of 13, not the best percentages, not worse. But we wanted to see aggressiveness. He had some good reads. Um, some bad turnovers, but good reads, solid defense. I thought he that's exactly what you wanted to see. We saw Killian get after it in a way that felt rare. Yeah, like he was looking for his shot. Yeah. He yeah, was you don't, yeah, which is for preseason. That's perfect. That's what you want to see. Uh, Duran getting fourteen rebounds, and like five in like two minutes. By the way, yeah, a lot of a lot of kind of junk ones where they were like bouncing out to him. Like he wasn't like dominating the glass, but he got right. fourteen rebounds, and that's hard to do. Um, that was good. Stu hit a three, and had a really good block on RJ Barrett when RJ tried to take him one on one. And I th- was it? And was RJ it- did not do it again the next play when he had a chance to. Was it Livers or Duran that after the whistle had another one of those crazy rockets off the backboard? I think it, I think might it was Livers. I think it was Livers. He had another yeah. ch- block. Um, <sighs> Boyan, yeah. I mean, I think Stan Van Gundy said it on the broadcasts. He he thinks that Boyan could be the team's leading scorer, and I don't think yep. that's a hot take. Yeah, I just don't like hearing it. He's he might be right. I just don't like hearing it though. Yeah, but I it's mean, not it's even a, it's average, not even a essentially twenty a game though. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. It's not a disrespect towards Bogdanovich. It's just more like, hey, can Cade slip into that tier where he's at least putting up, I don't know, twenty two, six and seven or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's only yeah. I, I mean, I think it's between those two. Yeah, um, for sure. And I think. It depends for Cade's purposes how well he shoots a three ball because oh, I would say probably what 70% of Boyan's points are going to be from three. 100%. Uh, the one thing I, I don't know what people are saying about Sadiq. Here's what I saw from Sadiq Bay and otherwise not fantastic game. Uh, what we did notice is one of the first possessions of the game. He was dribbling the ball into the floor, just pounding it into the into the hardwood. And I was kind of like, that's kind of refreshing. And the possession went absolutely nowhere. And we turned it score. over. Yeah. But it was like, oh, okay. So you're so you're you're trying to do this now. And it, and it, again, it was one game, and it's a preseason game. So I'm not like doing this as like a thing. I'm just saying, you know, hypothetically in the future, if he gets out to the slow start that he had last year, right? Remember, it wasn't just Cade that wasn't hitting threes. Sadiq wasn't hitting threes either. And there was this big like, are we worried about it? And I think we on this podcast were like, no, it's Sadiq. He's gonna figure it out. So let's just assume that there's some like off-season hangover. He's he's got mountain sickness or elevation sickness or something, right? He he changed too drastically. He went from thirty five thousand feet to back to Detroit, right? So he's his brain's a little frazzled. He can't hit his threes. <laughs> 
it was at least really refreshing in the same way that it was for Killian, where, look, even if the shots aren't going in, you're clearly trying to do something different. You're trying to be a, a different player in a way that could help the team uh, if it goes well. And if it doesn't go well, obviously it's going to stink, but it's also not the biggest detriment. You know what I mean? My counter to that would be, I think that with adding Bojan, the pecking order is kind of going to show itself. And I had written the story on Sadiq a few days ago where it kind of sounded like out of camp that he was finding a good balance of as soon as he gets it on the three, not hesitating, letting it fly. And then when he's going off the dribble, make the right read. I think that early on and specifically the play you're mentioning, he, he was trying to do a little too much. And I, and I think that, um, I think that was great to see last year. But this year, with the players he has alongside him, I think at least early on, until we see what this like looks like, I think it's people kind of want to see him just. I mean, obviously, you're gonna make, you're gonna try. It's the NBA. You 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 trust in your abilities and your game. You're gonna try to take guys off the dribble here and there. But for him to do it as early as he did, um, I think that was like, oh, I think for a lot of people that was like, all right, well, what's going on here? But yeah, I I just think that he. He's a, he's a, he's been in a weird situation since he's been in Detroit because um it was very clear his rookie year like what his role was and he did it well. He's the guy that you're going to kick out to and you're going to shoot the shot. Second year comes um he starts showing some pr- progress putting the ball on the floor. Um he still has to play Cade comes in though so now it's it's, it's Jeremy Cade Sadiq um and then there's a long stretch where Jeremy's gone and Sadiq's playing the four and Sadiq's the second option. And he's showing a little bit more Then Jeremy comes back and he's kind of back in this role where he has to figure it out. And now he comes into this year, they have Ivy, they have Cade and now they have Bojan. So he's kind of had to wear different hats in his first two years. And it looks like he's going to have to, to do it in his third. I just think he's had to make the biggest adjustments out of any player um, on this roster so far they've asked him his role has just fluctuated so much yeah I think it might just take a little bit of time for him to settle in and figure out like okay this is what I have to do for the team to win this is where I fit in and I just have to star in this role kind of what livers talks about so you bring up Isaiah great transition by you uh very vertical defender that dude just goes straight up he had a he had a, a one of the fouls that was called on him was complete crap he literally just went straight up did he lose a little bit of weight? Who livers? Livers. I don't think so. I, I didn't. I didn't think he did. I don't. I just thought he looked a little bit smaller. Must have just been my eyes failing me. I don't know. I tell you what. You know my favorite thing about this game. The funniest thing. You finally. You're down a hundred points. There's six minutes left in the game. You throw Rodney Magruder out there for two minutes. Duke bucket. gets like three buckets and dips. He's a bucket. That's I a don't... guy who just does what he's paid to do, and I. It's so funny. I love it. Yeah, no, he's he did that in the scrimmage too. Um, I mean, I guess it's it's great to have that type of guy on your team that when if somebody's struggling or if there's injury, like I don't think you feel too worried about plugging and playing Rodney, uh, no. especially over the last year and a half. But yeah, I mean, all right, we talked about some of the positives. Let's go to the negatives. Um, they turned the ball over 13 times in the first half, finished with 21. Not good. They finished the first half shooting 42% from three, and then that dropped to 31% by the end of the game. Yeah. With that said, 
I don't remember how I don't think Bojan played as much in the second half. Then you throw in the end of bench guys and it's not necessarily the same situation. But I mean, Sadiq and Cade did not shoot the ball well. So that plays part in it. Um, Rebounding is it has to be a group effort. And I think Ivy started to help out more as the game went on and looking to go get rebounds. I, I like that he kind of you could tell he understands the assignment in that regard and was very uh, aggressive in, in crashing the glass. Um do you wanna do you wanna do you care uh, about the size thing at the start with the starting lineup? No, okay. So that's literally what I was about to ask is what was going on with all that starting lineup drama? That was brought to my attention and I did not look into it because I was like, I don't think I care about this. What was going on with that? Drama. People oh. were getting mad because there was a starting lineup that was announced and then it wasn't actually that. Well, you know this. People don't read. <laughs> and I think it was Omari and Rod. I don't know why Rod's still tweeting out stuff, but that's a story <laughs> for another day. Um, they said that the Pistons. Oh, the Pistons had sent out game notes, which is something they send to the media like to prepare you for the game. Yeah. And, and it says probable starters. This is way before the game. It just says probable starters. Like it's not saying this is who's starting tonight. Yeah. And both Amari and Rod tweeted, these are the probable start starters from the game notes, which had Killian instead of Ivy. And then I got the actual lineup close to the game and it was Ivy instead of Killian, but people were up in arms because they don't read that neither one of Omari and Rod again. I'm not sure why Rod's still tweeting out starting lineups, <laughs> but um. Yeah, that it. Gotcha. They said, that, yeah, that's that's what I believe it to be. I have but people, a... oh, people were. Oh, another thing is when I tweeted the actual starting lineup, which was the exact lineup that I had when I did the depth chart two days ago. You can go read that on the Athletic, and if you want to watch film of Jaden Ivey's first game, and I broke it all down. That's also on the Athletic. Nice. The depth chart I had starting was the starters from last night, but when I posted the the tweet, everybody acted like they were shocked that that was a starting lineup, and I'm like. Who else did you guys think would be the starting lineup? Like there were people who still think that Bojan was like going to come off the bench. A guy that's the only guy that's averaged close to 20 on this whole team. I know we took a week off, but didn't you say on last week's pod that that was going to probably be the starting lineup? Like exactly what they rolled out. Isn't that what you said? Correct I feel like I've been wrong. saying it for like, well, I mean, obviously since they got Bojan, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, even before then, what would you have said? Alec Burks or something? And he's hurt. So he no, can't I wouldn't. Even... Yeah. I mean, I probably would have said. Uh, I mean, I was going livers in the lineup over. Bagley, That's right. But, I forgot that was the your all I your still think would, which I still think could happen, but could have happened. Hamadou um, was hurt, right? Yes. Okay. He. That's why he didn't play. But yeah, yeah I don't. What else? Like, all right. What's your ideal starting lineup? Actually, I have a question that I've been wanting. I've been dying to ask you this. Oh yeah. If the Pistons play a nationally televised game, and they bring up Dwayne Casey, what do they always mention? Dwayne Casey, if you remember, they bring up the Raptors. Dwayne Casey, if you remember, one coach of the year in 2018 is responsible for the development of Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, and they'll name all the names. Okay, my question to you is this. When do we add Sadiq and Isaiah to the list? Do we wait until they get paid? You know what I mean? Like, is that the moment when they sign up an $80 million contract that we can say, and now Sadiq Bey is added to the development list? Do you get what I'm asking? Yeah, uh, when the team is good. I feel like it's when they get paid because that's like the okay. That, you know I what I mean? That means anything. It's because you get paid. Don't mean you're good. 
I'm really trying to think of counters. And I, Timothy Mozgov got $60 million, to, yeah. but he was good. <laughs> John Luer got paid. Oh, you don't mean that. You like you like John Luer. Hey, oh, oh I love, my, my Jalen nice Brunson Nice guy. I got paid. My Jalen Brunson take. This is another one. This is for you. This is James. This is for you. Uh, Jalen Brunson is roided up ish Smith. They do all the same stuff. Jalen Brunson is just higher efficiency. Think about it. He's a smaller guard. He does that stupid bowl where he dribbles around the he dribbles around the the you know behind the thing and throws the ball behind his head he does that little toss-up thing around the rim a little running floater he does that little derrick rose running floater off glass that he does that luca thing he's they're literally the same player jalen brunson just shoots more shots and i mean this in a very endearing way well yeah he's more efficient but they're they do the same stuff i can see the similarities for sure especially in body type and how they move but issues quicker but jalen's still fast uh, he's well, uh, Jalen's quick, but Ish is the quickest. Um, well, Ish is like one of the fastest players in the history of basketball. Yeah, he's ridiculously fast. But I mean, would you, oh, do we need to speak more on Duran? I think it was just the rebounds thing. I mean, I Rebounded saw that, that well had some good switches. There were some people because of the I think it was because of the size that he has. Some people were arguing that he may fit better in the starting lineup than Isaiah would. I don't know if you have thoughts on that. I would say maybe don't throw the 18 year old in the starting lineup right now. Maybe maybe give him, you know, 10 minutes a night every other night for like two weeks and see how it goes. Yeah, I just I mean, could that be the best uh, solution? Possibly. Do I want to wait till more than one preseason game to come to that conclusion? Yeah, right. for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, I mean, all the takeaways were what this is a Knicks team that has a decent amount to prove. They have a lot of, you know, it's a veteran team, a, a lot of capital G guys on this team. Right. Even like Julius Randall was kind of kind of getting some nice buckets in there. And I was like, "Ooh, what I Julius Randall him play, man. But every time he clanks one off the side of the backboard, it feels so good. I'm like, OK, so I do have you figured out then. Yeah, he's just he's tough to watch. He's a tough watch. Um, if you had to pick, uh, Ivy quickly, Maxi, start one, bench one, cut one. Maxi, start Ivy, bench quickly, cut. I feel like that was kind of easy. I feel like everyone would just cut quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody would have said, well, our listeners would have said start Ivy. Huge. I not that this will not be a shock to the uh, longtime listeners of the Bonnie Cardigan show. Isaiah Hartenstein, I'm I love him. I love him so much. Do. No, I know, and I I legit think I legit think the Clippers losing him matters. He was good. He was I good. Think I think the Clippers have the deepest team in the league. I think they're going to the finals <clears throat> this year. I think that that's my that's my pick in the West. I, I got them. I got them versus Milwaukee. You want to know if, if Kawhi gives me if Kawhi gives me. 65 to 70 games. I got Clippers bucks and I'm not even taking Milwaukee. I'm taking, I'm an even bigger sicko this year. You're going the nets. I'm no, I I don't know what we're getting out of them. I don't know what they're going to be this year. I don't know if they're going to be ninth or fourth. Like I have no idea. It's Atlanta. Yeah. You're sick. I love the DeJounte Murray part of this. I love I'm telling you, man, Okongawu is the new Thanasis Antetokounmpo in terms of high energy guys. He's him. This Atlantic, it, it's going to be the Hawks versus the Clippers. I love it. Yeah. You want to put money on that one? No, I actually Spe- do not want to do want to double or nothing the money that you owe me? That <laughs> <I've gotten. laughs> I'm, listeners, I'm never getting that money. You know exactly when you're getting that money, and I'm we have already talked money. about this. Anyway, we've, we've already um, talked about this. 
Are we missing anything else? You check out the you check out that Bulls Pelicans game. Nah, I was riding after and watching Wembenyama. That's true. Ah, oh, seven for eleven from three. Would you tank it? Would you would you go through another season if if it guaranteed you Scoot or Wembenyama? I would I would deal with another advertent tank if it meant there was a fifty percent chance that we were getting number one. And then what's the other 50%? Is it number two or any other pick? That's the, that's kind of where it gets weird. I, the other 50%. All right, so here's the question. Would you? Guaranteed Victor Wembanyama on 100%. Go no, on 82. Course, of course. But would you, would you, would you, if somebody told you, if your team, your basketball team, the Detroit Pistons, yeah. lo- win only 15 games, and be, because of that, they get a 50% chance at Wimbenyama, and the other 50% is 5 through 14. Okay. Ooh. Do you do? Do you risk it for the coin flip? I think. I mean, I think that's a no-brainer, yes. I think you have to. I think it's too – It's that is just such a – he's so good. He's so yeah. good. He's so good. Yeah, yeah I 100% would. Um, I just hope he holds up. I Like I tweeted last night, I wouldn't play again if I were him. This is the... what's the, the point? I don't know. I Why mean, I risk it. Yeah. Don't give guess... me that college basketball spiel. Don't you do it for the love of the game? No, I love generational wealth is what who, I love. Who was it that that uh, left early? Like, a, like he, he was playing at Duke, right? It was like a year and a half ago. And he's no, just you, like, are you thinking about Shaden Sharp? No, I'm not. Thinking Somebody needs Shaden a Shaden Sharp when Benyama. Except we know what one Benyama can do. Is Shaden Sharp playing in the preseason? I think he did play. Did he? Do you know yeah. how he did? I have no idea. I remember seeing people tweet that they Portland wasn't even passing him the ball, but he was out there. I've had a lot of people ask me to make a Shaden Sharp video, and I was like, "You do not want this. I promise you, I do, do not want this." I do. That'd be funny. You got any? You got any Dale and Terry thoughts? I was talking to Laz about him. Not very many now. Mm. Nothing that I feel like sharing. This was one thing you mentioned. You asked me this at the beginning of the show. Uh, do I have any scorching takes? So one thing that was actually kind of refreshing about watching my favorite basketball team get absolutely stomped out on national television. Thanks, TNT, for that. Uh, was after the, you know, while the game's going on, I'm mauling. Like, I'm furious. I'm, I, I'm devastated watching this game. And I'm like, I can't believe I have to watch this. Are you and really be- devastated? I was crushed. And because I had such garbage takes I wanted to fire off, I've said this before. Sometimes I worry that uh, our relationship has has given me too much objectivity where like you can't be yourself because well, because like you always just counter me with things that just make so much sense that I'm like, you're right. I'm being a dumb fan like you're 100 percent right. Here's another example. But that's but that's what fans are supposed to be. A hundred percent. So don't lose lose that. But like sometimes, you know, when I come come in, come to the table with irrationality and then you'll leave with rationality. That's true. If I come on here with garbage takes and then you correct all of them, it actually makes it's better content. Everybody's better because of it. That's true. But because I was able to sleep on it, I woke up like, yeah, Nick, what did you expect was going to happen? It was well, give, give me your top three takes. Do you remember them? Oh, I can't. I don't want to say them. Were you worried about K- like, were you like thinking like, is Kate, is Kate actually him? Like did that cross in your mind? Here's the thing. His game. hundred percent. hundred percent. You thought in your brain. I don't know if Kate is him. No, 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 no. One of them was about Sadiq. 
And then I remembered that he started slow last year. And I was like, maybe this is just what he does. And then I remember, I was like, hey, maybe his brain is all frazzled from the mountains. Is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> He's been back for a little. The other one, the guy on Reddit who was like, is Dwayne Casey on the hot seat this year? What are you, nuts? Where have you been? Did you become a Pistons fan last night? What do you mean? Is he on the hot seat? There's never been a cooler seat. I'm He's like impervious to being fired, I feel like. I just think, listen, I know there are people out there who don't necessarily love the things that they run. Uh, but I mean, if this is the uh, the point of this, the last two years are this year and last year are to develop individuals. And um, if like, look at the strides, it look possibly that Killian is maybe made. Um, Sadiq is again, up and down, but I, we all know he's an NBA player. Isaiah Stewart's an NBA player. Mm-hmm. Isaiah livers is an NBA player. Like I think it's hard to say this. And we talk about this all the time. I'm ready to start talking about like actual basketball games at this point. Cause I feel like we just beat a dead horse. <laughs> I understand that it's been so long that fans really just want this team to win and they kind of lose perspective because of that. Yeah. But like, I don't remember what I was going to say, but <laughs> do you want to, you want another garbage take that I have? Sure. We on this show are very big proponents of young cores are made to be destroyed. You are. You don't, but you believe that. Come on. I think I was thinking about if I put myself in my own, if I was a GM and I had as many picks as the Pistons have and as many young guys, I personally would want that team. I would want that team to be the team. Okay. But I'm a sicko. Not everybody's like that. We'll see. Here's where I'm going with this. I don't think it's happening. I do not think it's happening. Yeah, I don't think this is the finished product. Because sure. well, I mean, I I do in to an extent. I'm just saying I don't think there's gonna be like that Anthony Davis trade where you trade all of the guys that you drafted for like that thing or like because you know what I mean. Like you're not trading Sadiq. You're not unless it's for like Jalen Brown. But you, that's well, I don't stop Nick. Stop I don't think. Nick, yeah, say, I don't know. If, uh, listen, if <laughs> I don't want to trade Sadiq, I, don't, I love him. I I don't think anybody is off limits. If something, if a better player can come to Detroit, I don't think anybody is off limits. I there's know, no, who, I know, there's no limits. I know who's first on that list of who's coming to Detroit or who about who's on. out. And Ooh. here's the thing about Killian. And here's the thing about Killian. And I'm not trying to, you know, I know we've milked one preseason game for the last 30 minutes. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here on the strength of one preseason game and be like, oh, he's trying all this new stuff. Cause like at the end of the day, no, he didn't have a bad game. He had an inefficient game. Um, but it was nice. Even Stan Van Gundy was like, I've never seen Killian Hayes hunt his shot this much before. And mm-hmm. some of it, like he was playing kind of like he was pissed off. Like he was like, no, I can shoot. No, I can do it. And then the shot clock was like, ow. He didn't Listen, actually hit the shot clock in that hold one. On. We're, Killian is getting his flowers today. He, he is. No, he played. He, he did everything. Yes, he did everything that people have asked for him to do. Yes, one hundred. No, I'm not going to let you get your jokes off. On but Kill. there was the stupid possession near at before. I think it was going into halftime where he just like looked over to Dwayne for the play and then just didn't do anything. 
He, like, I don't remember that. Dropped the ball off to somebody else. They gave it back to him, and then he didn't. And then he the clock ran out. And I was like, "Thanks, guys. We're down a hundred points. That's exactly <laughs> what we needed. Glad to see that this is going well." Um, what do you? What do you want to happen in the front court? Do you want him just to? Do you want you need to see more games of? Yeah, the starting I mean, lineup. I'm not going to be the guy who just like Jalen Darden needs to start on opening night. Starts too. This is like what it's been culminating towards. Let him shine. Let him cook. Give him his moment. Let's see what he does. Because because if he is hitting those threes, what are we talking about? People are, they think that the team's not going to rebound well, which may be the case, but one, Stewart is a better rebounder than Marvin Bagley. Stu mm-hmm. averaged 8.6 rebounds last year. Bagley's never averaged eight in a season. And Jalen Duran's a rookie. Yes, he's bigger, uh, but the biggest sample size we have is Summer League, and he didn't read the ball on the ball well at Summer League. And I don't remember how many minutes he shared on the floor last night with Mitchell Robinson either. So, um, it could have been a decent amount. I don't remember how many minutes he, how many of his minutes were on there with Mitchell Robinson. Um, yeah, like it comes down to everybody's talking about the lob threat for the spacing. Of course, that is important, but like now they have a potential to have four, five guys on the floor who can shoot threes. That's different types of spacing. So, yeah, I just think it's the roster still a work in progress. This was never going to be. This wasn't supposed to be the year that the Pistons. This was as the as John Hollinger wrote. This is the year before the year, and I've been saying that for a long time. If um, you if you go back and listen to that, Brock, I was getting so mad in real life, IRL. I was yelling at my television. They're doing the thing where because the Pistons are down by thirty, they need to retain the fans, so they need to spend eight minutes in the fourth quarter gassing up the Pistons, right? Despite them getting stomped out, they need to show have some Pistons love, right? So they spend the entire time being like, this is a team that could be a real threat for the play-in. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's that far. And I was like, please relax, relax. Even if there's a chance that you're right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not I wasn't just like in you my don't feelings. Want the narrative fed. I don't want people like the same way that, that people have attached themselves to the lions because of hard knocks. Right. And people are like, Ooh, could they make some noise this year? They're scoring 35 points a game, but they're letting up 50. You know what I mean? Like they're a fun team to watch and people are thinking, could they win seven games? Could they win eight games? Could the Lions do something here? No, they can't because their defense is Swiss cheese. Well, that I, was, I, I didn't understand that. Everyone was like, yeah, we knew the Lions defense would be bad. We didn't know they'd be this bad. I'm like, well, why not? Who'd they add? They were terrible last year and didn't add. They added rookies. Okuda came which, back. I tell you what, Okuda has been great. Yeah, but nobody expected that coming into the year. He's been he's been good. I wouldn't say Gray's been good. He no, got, he's no dude. He's been shutting everyone down. He shut Justin Jefferson down. He shut um, DK Metcalf would like a word. DK Metcalf was starting for me, and so was Hawkinson. So shout out to both of them. Yeah, DK had Okuda in spin cycle, but he has been good. He's been good. great to stretch, but he's been good. I forgot about this Seattle game. Geno Smith. I mean, come on. Shout to Gino. He was not that guy. I mean, well, he was that guy at West Virginia. I'm saying he wasn't the guy that he was on Sunday at West Virginia. What's going on? Swiss Gino. cheese defense. It's so I love when you have these quarterbacks who've been in the league. For, like Brian Hoyer. What is he doing having an like a legit NFL career as a backup? What is that all about? Yeah, I hated Brian Hoyer at State. He's the most like what? Michigan yeah. State quarterback of all time. And he's stuck around the longest. He's made a good, good living for himself. He's done well. Lions oh, pretty much Lions might have him on Sunday. It's either him or uh, Bailey Zappi. Sounds like Zappi. Jared Goff, definitively great too. Shout out to Jared Goff. He's been great this year. Oh yeah. man, that's a quarterback. Ah, really good. He's been really good. 
What? Well, I mean, none of it has been like the pick six sucked, but other than that, right? He was only he was electric in that game. Throwing I still squares. think he misses some throws, but he was really good last weekend. I don't um, know when you throw for three hundred fifty yards and four or five touchdowns. I'm not going to complain. No, I thought he was great last weekend. I'm talking about in totality. I think he's been really good. You know how much it sucks to put up like forty points and lose. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Again, that's tough. <laughs> Like and I, going into the this is an alliance podcast. It's not alliance podcast. The the Red Wings look good in the preseason. Some wings talk. Shout out to Lucas Raymond. You know what's funny is I was when I was watching the game the other night. Larkin scored against the Blackhawks. And like two minutes later, uh, Lucas Raymond was skating around out loud. I go James's cousin. <laughs> I go that's this guy. We're like we're like eighty five percent sure he's half black. You still haven't figured that out. You've been talking about that. For I, like think a year. It, I think I think one of his parents is mixed. I think he's definitely has. He's definitely he's mixed somewhere down the line for sure. <laughs> um, shout out to Lucas Raymond. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else Pistons related? Are there any housekeeping notes? Kemba's still not with the team. He's like I fantasy said, basketball. Fantasy basketball. Your invites will be going out uh, within the next week. Drafts are coming up. And what I think we're gonna do is obviously people was the document fine like did they end up being fine where i believe it's fine yeah i believe it's okay okay yeah. all right well then good did you see the email where somebody asked was there like a big group email with everybody because somebody in the emails asked uh if they could switch times with somebody oh did they oh i'm sorry i'll go back and look at that all right check I just, that out sure just to be sure i thought i sent it to you but i didn't um, maybe i can uh i'll i'll just manually switch them and or something yeah, maybe, it'll be okay maybe i'll figure it out notice um any other housekeeping notes? Got an album to pick? Oh, there's a bunch of great stuff that came out. I have three albums from last Friday. Uh, we're going to go Freddie Gibbs, Soul Sold, Soul Sold Separately. Great album. Rome Streets, Kiss the Ring. Really great album. Mm. Boldy James, shout to Detroit. <clears throat> Boldy James, Nicholas Craven, dropped an album called Fair Exchange, No Robbery. And the first song is my song of the week, Straight and Tall. Just absolutely a beautiful song. Hmm. We're going to get a copyright because of this? This beat is so beautiful. Shout out to Bodie James and Nicholas Craven. Uh, can I pick an album that comes that's not out yet? It's in like comes out in like a week and a half. Yeah, Spice Girls Greatest Hits. Go ahead. Uh, the Arctic Monkeys. I'm gonna go with their album. They have two singles that have come out. There better be a mirror ball, mirror ball, and uh, body paint. It's a very cinematic record. Um, love concept albums. If it's a concept album, I'm there, and that's what their last one was. And this album is a continuation of that. Their last album was uh, it was about owning a a resort on the moon. It's like a little trippy. Yeah, it's great. It's great. The album is going to be awesome. The 1975 also has a record coming out uh, this month, I believe, on the 17th. It actually might be good. It might be their first good album in six years. So I'm really, really excited uh, to check that out. Also, um, uh, The Forever Story by J.I.D. <laughs> for the third week in a row. I, was, I feel like you shot that. <laughs> uh, I got I got a I finally checked the top top shoe on my grail list. I got it. I, I bit the bullet word. What? The Sean Witherspoon Air Maxes. Wow, the ninety sevens. You want to see them? You get wow. Go get them. James is going. Man, James can't hear me right now, but he got a haircut and it looks great. I tried to tell him last week. I don't think he really cared about the compliment. 
Oh, he's pulling them out of the box, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. There they are. Man, that is a beautiful shoe. I literally, I'm sitting, I talked into my headphones, sorry. Uh, I literally <laughs> think it's the perfect shoe. It's, if people don't it's know, great. it's corduroy. Uh, I think I'm going to get a corduroy fit off on opening day. Like a all corduroy top to bottom. Fit. I'm a big corduroy. A, the hat I'm wearing right now is corduroy. My tote is. bag, my tote bag that I always wear is uh, corduroy. Um, I have corduroy pants. Those are just, just fantastic. Ninety sevens, ninety sevens are beautiful. Ninety seven ones. That's the trick. This is the the bottoms the are from an Air Max One. Gorgeous. The top is ninety seven. You want to see my corduroy fit? Maybe this will be our clip for. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is gonna be opening night fit. You guys ready? I'm. I got. I prepared myself like it's the first day of school. See, I, ladies and gentlemen. Now James is without his headphones again. So, uh, this is exactly like what I said a week ago. I said media day was like the first day of school for James. Preseason game, first day of school for me. But now he's saying that the first day of school is actually opening night. He's got to get them tunnel picks. Okay, yeah, we got the jacket. James has got the corduroy jacket. Not great podcasting going on right now. This uh, is for the YouTube. This is for the YouTube. This is this is for the YouTube, but. <laughs> for the people listening on their commute to work right now uh man how's that traffic that's crazy wow that accident that you passed earlier wow hope they're okay we got the corduroy pants there we go james with the 97s do you have a corduroy hat i do not uh i'll have to ship you mine yeah so we're back people <laughs> i know it felt like we uh were gone for a long time but we are back by popular demand it should be a fun season. Um, and in two weeks, we'll be doing we didn't forget about uh, the draft that we're going to. Well, did we explain that idea? We'll explain it when we get there. We don't need I to think. do it right now. Yeah, me and Nick are going to do a draft, uh, a draft between both of us where we're going to pick players from the Pistons and whoever has the most points, assists and rebounds at the just points, whoever, just points. Oh, just, just points. Whoever's yeah. team has the most whoever's team's players scored the most points throughout the year wins a gift. Boom. Um, so we'll do that the week, be the week of the season. Um, we're going to have our episodes. fancy basketball draft. Yeah. So it's going to be a busy, busy couple weeks. We'll be back next week on Tuesday. We'll be back yeah. to normal programming. So we'll have the new Orleans game to talk about. We'll spend another 30 minutes milking one preseason game. It's going to be, it's so nice. It's harder get... than I thought it would be. I thought we'd like get on here and be able to talk about it, but I wrote I, notes. So I, I didn't think there was, I just, you know me, I just winged it. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't much to talk about. It's Go nice. to the athletic and read stuff. It's nice when you're in the, or, and subscribe to Motown Noah as well. And subscribe to Motown Noah. It's nice when the regular season hits because, you know, we record and there's three games to talk about. Yeah. That exactly. have happened over the last week. So, yeah. all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe. Uh, if you're feeling generous, you can also leave five stars on Spotify. We will catch you guys in the next one. Mm-hmm.